You are listening to Infinite Plane Radio. Stick around for live call-in shows. Stay for the music and recent replays. Just because it happened a long time ago, or because I wasn't. Um, right. You don't want to go to war. You don't want to go to war over a false narrative. Is that it? I absolutely um, wouldn't want to, but at the same time, um, I, I'm I'm at the point where, for example, we're talking about um, war and what does like what does modern warfare even mean when we're looking at the deployment of simulated casualties. I can for- tell you what it means. I can tell you what it means. It means uh, you arm the citizens of a neighborhood so people are no longer afraid to walk out of their homes because they're going to get robbed or carjacked. That's just one thing it means. That That's what a revolution would look like. One of the things a revolution would do is it would really deal with the criminal class in this country decisively and ruthlessly and brutally if necessary. Now, I know no one out there has the stomach for that. We really don't have the stomach for things like summary execution. Who's going to do it? Yeah, who would do it? Would it be the People's Revolutionary Tribunals. It doesn't take much. It wouldn't come from the left, though. It would have to be MAGA's, basically. It would be MAGA-led because there's no one else. Why does it have to be left or right? Why does it have to be left or right? I don't think you'd find a single leftist in favor of executing somebody in government. Well, then they're cowards, and they don't, then they're not really leftists, and they're not really – there's nothing revolutionary about them. There's nothing even radical about them. If they're not for punishing the ruling class, a corrupt ruling class, then their leftism is phony. And the same goes on the right. If you're not for punishing a corrupt, rapacious, criminal, ruling class full of psychopaths, if you're not for dealing with them on a physical level, then you're just a coward. Now, I I agree that we're not going to do it tomorrow, we're not going to do it the day after tomorrow, or even the week after next week. But it doesn't mean that, uh, that circumstances won't get unstable enough that such possibilities might not reveal themselves and things might not spontaneously start to happen in the streets and in communities and places where people take up take up the power themselves is that going to happen probably not but uh i don't know at this late stage in life i want to see some i want to see some justice done when i was in my youth I wanted to see a revolution to liberate people, but I'm not interested in that now. I'm not really interested in liberating anybody. I want to see a revolution to punish people. Doesn't that sound vindictive? It sounds like the uh, Trump's plan, I will be your retribution, revenge, and that's well, probably going to be... that's why I identify, I identify with a lot of the people in his camp. They're just being misled by him. If he weren't around, who would they be following? That's an interesting question. If Donald Trump had a heart attack or a stroke or got shot tomorrow, or they just decided to remove him, which would really be a great thing, I think, if, if they found a way to just pull him out of the situation and create a vacuum. I love vacuums. You notice that I love the idea of a vacuum. Hey, um, Into the Beyond right says away, this sounds like the French Revolution. And I don't know if you know yes, this. Okay, so yes, the you're f- damn right it does. You're damn right it does. Those guillotines were real. <laughs> they were real. They set them right up in the center of town. Okay, now what's interesting about you that could, is... You could, that dip your, you could dip your handkerchief Thomas in the Sowell, blood. 
Thomas Sowell had done this book on the left-right basic visions, and he described right. the American Revolution as being um, distinct from the French Revolution. One being a collectivist well, revolution, it, one being right. individual. And right. He, think it's, he thinks it's constrained to let these bastards get away with murder, brainwashing, theft, fraud. He thinks it's, it would be unconstrained to punish them for that because he's not offended by it, because he's an academic. But I don't feel that way about it. I'm down at the street level. I'm down at the street level. I want to see some shit happen. You know, I don't want to go out of this life thinking, oh my God, people You know, just, the founder of the Patriot Front's name, the, the Patriot Front is founded by a, game na a guy named Thomas Rousseau. I mean, the name Rousseau obviously is telling you that eventually the Patriot Front, the far right, is going to approximate the values of the French Revolution. And I've, well, I, I, I've even said that's why the MAGA hat is red. I've already they should be with us. Instead of following a Judas goat like Donald Trump, they should be with us. That's all. These people, I know what they want. I know they're angry. I know they want justice. So my line to them is, hey, the, the guy you're following is, is betraying you. He's betrayed you over and over and over again. And maybe you should start looking at yourselves and realizing there's no individual leader who you can count on. But you need to ha adopt a certain number of principles. You need to adhere to, to a certain uh, number of consistent principles. And you need to hold people up to that standard. But, no, I mean, uh, I understand that a lot of these groups are set up as honeypots because they know people out here are angry. Of course they're going to pander to that. Hey, um, I have another caller coming in, Lynn. Um, Happy New Year, by the way. Uh, on the East Coast, they just had theirs about 10 minutes ago. Um, let me go ahead and take this call. I think they've been calling for like the last five minutes. All right, you can only take one call at a time, right? Yeah, let me see. If, one second here. I'm going to put them on hold. Uh, Infinite Plane Radio. Hey, Tim. Hey, what's up? Hold on for just one second. I was trying to merge the two calls. Okay, we have... Uh, that's right. I'm Poncho. Poncho oh, left. Oh, here. Poncho, what's up? How you doing? Hey. You ready? Yeah, actually, yeah. Hey, Lynn, thank you for the call. We're just going to move this next caller in. Uh, yeah, where are you calling from? Have you had your New Year's yet? Has it passed Ooh. over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I waited, I waited through it. Yeah, in Pittsburgh, Eastern Time Zone. It's great. Happy New Year. I wish you... I wish you a lot of luck. Uh, good luck on that uh, lawsuit, and uh, I, I hope 2024 uh, ends up real good on you. Um, Appreciate I that. I think it will. I think uh, it will, too. Appreciate you, uh, that. I've been, yeah, yeah, Tim. I've been listening to you for a while. Kind of lurking. You know, I don't post too much, but, uh, you know, you've come a long way just, you know, in the last year or so. So I, I, I wish you well. Here, I, I want to add one thing, yeah, 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 just just to the whole thing. Did you ever hear of Shen Yun? Uh, no, no, no. What is that? Who? Okay. It, yeah, it's, it's strange because uh, it, it's coming here to Pittsburgh. Uh, it's a traditional Chinese like dance thing. And what it turns out, you know, if you look deep into it, it it's supposed to, you know, celebrate China before communism, but um, really, it's it's this like cult that they're trying to like infiltrate into, you know, regular America, and this cult involves self mutilation, suicide, murder. Um, it's it's something to just keep keep on the radar. Shen Yun, 
and I mean, I see the ads for it here, just on you know regular TV. But you know, you look into it. There's there's more to it. Uh, I will definitely look into it. I study cults all the time, and that sounds intriguing here. Uh, Self harm, uh, sacrificial suicide, yeah. very very crazy stuff. Shen Yun, yeah, and yeah, I'm I'm kind of like clicked into this because I've been watching a lot of YouTube, and they do these. Uh, there's this one one guy that. Uh, uh, like hangs out in front of the Scientology thing in um, in L.A. and you know watches people actually try to convert people off the street. It's fascinating, and then you know he tries to like steer them away. But uh, yeah, this one time you know he he showed like one of the cult guy, one of the Scientologist guys like pictures of him before he was in Scientology. You know, like Facebook things, him with his family and his friends, fishing and happy and stuff. And um, yeah, it was it was kind of poignant because you know the guy, the the Scientologist guy, like started like crying a little bit. Yeah, it, it's 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 interesting stuff. But I I do I love your show. I listen Appreciate to it. Appreciate that. And yes, Scientology. A lot. I've been there on when they recruit you on the side. I've actually taken courses with them. Yeah. And the sad thing is it takes your trust like any destructive cult and it isolates you from your friends and family and eventually it poisons uh, them it, it, it tells you that they have engrams and if they're not going to join us they can't be with us it puts you into a quarantine based on these imaginary mind viruses they call engrams very very sad state and um, that's actually good work blocking people from being sucked into a cult Oh uh, yeah, it's it's really fascinating to watch, and, and from what I hear, you know, they get you right up front. You know, they're like, okay, take this stress test, tell us all the things that you've done wrong. You know, then of course they use it against you. Exactly, and they really do in a personal way. I took a stress test, I took a personality test, and I have one. But they, oh my god, they actually had their person in one of these drills uh, telling me that you're going to have to break up with your girlfriend because she works at a bar and she's going to be catching engrams and it's going to affect you and you're going to bring it to us. So they already have this quarantine model for Scientology. And I believe that is. The model. It's the model. The quarantine model, the sin model, the virus model, is it's all based on the designated invisible thing that des that determines or marks you as saved or unsaved, brainwashed or non-brainwashed. It's all just sheep. Okay. Yep, that, yep, that, this is it. That's why everybody should just be aware of this. Shen Yun, it's you know, under the radar, but it's just like infiltrating into, you know, traditional media. You know, I'm seeing a commercial for it right here on, on my local I'll, I'll look into it. Uh, one commenter, though, the Lord Dorkington says that his friend's parents are part of Shen Yun, and they're not culty. Uh -oh. They're dancers. Ooh. But, you know, we'll have to, I'll, I'll okay. look into it, though. I will look into it because, you know, with, with anything that's, if it's potentially a cult, there's the there's the public facade, and then the real face behind closed doors, and that's what determines whether or, or not it's a cult. Or it could be, you know, their enemies saying, "Hey, they're a cult," you know, just just to turn turn us against them. Okay, whatever. Let's just just you know you know how you know how to do it. Hey, uh, but one this is this is like a serious thing here. Um, you know, I I go along with everything you say pretty much, but. You talk about the Las Vegas shooting and how it didn't happen. That puts me in a tough spot because my brother, my brother was actually there. And he saw some stuff. 
and he hasn't been the same. So, you know, I, I go along with everything, but then, but when you start talking about Las Vegas not really happening, it's tough for me because my own brother was there. Okay, he was at the Jason. Was he at the Jason Aldean concert, or was he yeah, at one of the casinos? Yeah. No, he was at the concert, and he was like hiding out underneath bleachers while things things were getting shot at him. And I, I know people might say, "Oh, yeah." Yeah, Poncho, you're making this up. You're part part of whatever. But no, this this is real, Tim. It really is. It could be a number of things because with an event that size, I think they allowed for a certain number of non-participants. Like you know how a, a flash mob works. Like you're at a mall, and at 3:30 p.m., yeah. half the people break into a song and dance, and so you're like, "Wow, I'm one of the few people that wasn't in on it." Well, I kind of think that you can liken a psychological operation at a concert to a flash mob where it's heavily populated by people who are in the club and anybody who isn't stands out and you can find a video of a guy who said to the security why would you shut the lights off there are people who need help and the security said oh they're already dead go home and he said wait they need they need uh, emergency response so in other words this guy who wasn't part of it was wandering around so what I'm saying is maybe uh, your brother was caught up in a mass casualty sim, which would have been traumatic and realistic looking, by all means, without knowing it. So you could say that he's likely the victim of a hyper-realistic drill and wasn't told. Oh, Tim, I don't know. So, so, but I wouldn't yeah, say that. I, I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't bring it up to someone who doesn't have the right frame of would. mind to understand it, but the, the fact of it is everybody who saw it on TV and believed it was a victim of a war. Anybody that was there and believed it is the victim of a war. A purposeful psychological trauma being inflicted on him. And if it really affected him, then it tells us that, look, those of us who oppose the fake news and call out the psyops, we're on the right side of history because it's actually damaging people. <clears throat> wow. Damn. Oh, that's... So, you know, you're making it seem like they did this whole show just for my brother. And, and anybody that's, that's else. tough for me. There could, there could be 100, 200, 300 people who weren't part oh, of the drill who were herded out like sheep versus um, the number of people who are insiders inside on the drill itself. All right. I, I can't even, like, agree to disagree because, you know, this is family stuff. And, uh, you, know, I, I, you know, it's got, like, peak TSD, you know. Let me bring that. this up. But, 50 hey. of the people who were shot at moved over to Thousand Oaks, California. And every Friday night they went to a different country music bar and they danced. And 13 months after Vegas, they were shot at again. And down the street there was a drill based on the Vegas shooting that involved 50 actors. And it was reported on as a weird coincidence that, wow, they're reliving their nightmare and a drill replaying their nightmare is being rehearsed down the street. So when I start looking at all these coincidences and the connections, I'm like, there's no way it was real. And I feel bad for anybody who got caught up in it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I do too. And maybe one day I'll be able to like talk to my brother and say, Hey, you know, I was talking to a guy who says that this could... Look, I will like, send you a copy. But I'm, a, I'm not at that point. Let me send I'm you, not at that point Let yet. me send you Autohooksology 101 because it will heal him. I did want to order that, so I... Uh, or, if yeah. nothing else, it'll give you a frame of reference for him, to, or to offer him a, a different perspective on it. And if true, like, let's say I'm right, and he was caught up in the middle of a psyop, we have an eyewitness to one of the most traumatic psychological yeah. operations of all time because that was the that was the 
biggest mass shooting in American history. Okay. But hey, uh, otherwise, I, everything's great, and I, I love your show, and I don't want to tie up the phone lines because I know what it's like being the next next caller up. So I, I, I wish you well, and I wish all, all, all the uh, posters well, too, and Happy New Year to you. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks for the comments, and Happy New Year. And uh, I'll look into the uh, dancing cult you brought up. Have a great night. All right. So there we go. Um, we had a few other callers trying to get in. And which is great. If you want to call in any final thoughts on 2023, had a long, interesting talk with Lynn who has a perspective on things, which takes into account a lot of stuff that I am um, highly skeptical of. But what we have to do is we have to temper our, our temperance with reality. And so I want to move past in 2024, an over-reliance on secondhand or anecdote and get more reporters on the ground like we had in 2020. So we can find out. You know, we we got to discern, determine the edge, the edge of the world. Infinite Plane Radio. Greetings, greetings. This is Lickety Split. How you doing? Happy New Year. All that stuff. Yep. Happy New Year. Uh, final night of the year. Any comments on 2023? What's your main takeaway? Well, I mean, I think, like, wasn't January added to the calendar, like, after various discussions by people? I don't even know if it's actual New Year, but, yeah. Uh, so, a couple of things I want to talk about. Mostly, like, I caught the last 30 minutes of Lynn, <clears throat> so I started compiling a list a little bit uh, as she was going. Lynn, uh, Lynn. Number one. Yes, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. The, the anti-factor, oh, okay. anti so, please, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> Faxer, yes. Fax machines are so outdated. Um, so, like, yeah, speaking about fax machines, if anything, like, the number one thing I would attack instead of all that stuff is the term warp speed. Aren't we just, like, uh, uh, just, like, encouraging the use of these, like, space terms? The word warp has oh, to do shit. with, like, the warp of the time-space continuum. It's a, it's a total fucking, like, uh, brainwash, like, super low-key term, right? Am I right? Am I right? Now, that's interesting because I had not even considered that yet. All this time I've been talking about outer space, inner space, space junk, inner junk, how they've made these correlations, and I hadn't attached warp speed to inner space, when it's high, that's actually a yeah. That's, that's just more of the uh, yeah, more of the uh, futuristic talk and whatnot. So I would worry more about that kind of stuff than I would worry about that. Uh, but keeping with that part, then she, she mentioned Dershowitz um, and mandates, and they kind of go together. So that's why I'm going to say the two of them together is that mandates. So if you look up a writ of mandamus, like in court you would seek a writ of mandamus against somebody, but it would be an officer who's obligated to do something statutorily by the law. They're, 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 they're required to do something. And so that's their mandate or their mandamus. And so you would go after them with a writ of mandamus to force them to do something that they're by law, statutorily written law codification to do. So, uh, a mask mandate in itself tells you right away, like, this doesn't apply to me. So just do your restraining order against it. Go, you know, against your governor of the state, whatever state you're in. You would just do your, your, your restraining order against it. But, you know, we get so distracted by 
nonsense and bullshit that we don't even like look at this kind of thing. It's like learn how to write a restraining order and file it and then, you know, just stop all the nonsense. Like don't worry about all the other shit, all the other dummies doing whatever. Just cover yourself. Great points there. And yeah, worrying about other people has been um, the staple of truthers for too long. And it's like, you know what? It's it's time to just let go of the hope that there's going to be a, quote, mass awakening if we reach critical mass. People are dumb as shit. Yeah, change the operating yeah. system. My, my objective is you got to change the operating well, system. Yeah, yeah. And so that also gets into like the, you know, the Second Amendment argument, which is a very interesting one also. Um, first off, I don't know why Lynn is talking about the Second Amendment. Every state has its own constitution, and, it, like, within their own constitution, they have their own, like, right to bear arms. So it's like, why even bother with the U.S. Constitution about this? Like, just worry about your state. Um, but with that, like, we get into the, the whole Lincoln and a Civil War argument, which I love to talk about now. Um, like, kind of what you were saying, like, the... the the fucking game is lost. It's been lost for a while. Like the U.S., U.S. Constitution, the United States Supreme Court, all that kind of crap is just, it's all dead. It's just, you're just like emphasizing further, like, uh, you know, when you, when you lay down with pigs, you end up dirty. So, yeah, like, yeah or, you're just encouraged. Yeah, there's this uh, expression yeah. I heard the other day where someone was saying that, you know, you got the sale, if you're a car salesman, when you have the customer debating whether they want uh, the, the car black or yeah. blue or white. And if you get somebody debating about the gun control nuance, they're assuming a lot about the world stage. And what I'm trying to get here is um, if we take the bait, what comes along with it? What's the smuggled premise? What comes along with it? Yep, and you got it, so you got it. I'm That's very it. careful not to go chasing, especially during a, an election year. I'm I'm not going to chase. But anything. the first, the, like, the, like the first fucking hint, the first symptom of that is when they start quoting the Second Amendment. It's like, why aren't you quoting your own state, uh, whatever constitutional amendment regarding guns and stuff like that? That's all you should care about. That's your first thing that you're going to go to. So that's absurd. Uh, migration, the migrants on planes. It's like planes are just like public buses. Like, have you ever been on a public bus in the city? Like, it's a fucking dirty disaster. Like, why would you ever be surprised that uh, a plane is kicking people off for whatever fucking reason it is? It, you know, they do what they want. They have total control. So I, I'm not understanding the, <laughs> the whole, like, being upset about that. Uh, especially if it's just like you're observing somebody else. It's like, who cares? Like, oh, sucks for them. Uh, have you noticed Get that a car and drive. Like, okay, Tucker Carlson has taken xenophobia to the next level. For like One thing, it's like, look, they're coming to the borders, they're replacing us, and now he's like, the aliens are here. Oh, and, yeah. and he's like, the aliens are really dark. I'm like, what, are they black? Like, what is he yeah. saying? Like, it's xenophobia. <laughs> they're tapping, I'm saying, it's, right. not a, it's, not well, a, it's not a coincidence. They're tapping into primal Okay, fears. and then like, well, you're touching on, on a couple things there. For one, uh, and I'll get back to this in a second, like the Civil War aspect of it like i was saying like these are just crisis actors like in the making is what you're going to have that doesn't mean there's going to be a war or replacement it's a simulated civil war and they might be the crisis actors they used to do it perhaps but also uh the fact that white brown black all that shit isn't real there there is no white race there is no brown there is no black and guess who like guess where they use those terms in jail 
So, like, there's so many things that spawn in jail and then come out into society and everyone just fucking obeys and, you know, send it up the flagpole and worship it. Like, oh, black, white, this, that. Like, I, I, I really, that's, like, the most annoying thing for me. But, yes, um, yes, total prison planet yeah, I'll, mindset, I'll, pri- prison planet mentality. Yep, and, and, yep, know, like, yep, race. If it, go yeah, ahead. No, I was going to like, like, the Truman Show is the idea that the cage bars are lies. And I kind of think it's the same thing. This, these prison mentalities are just internal constructs that if they can get you to adhere to it, you will keep yourself in their program, in their show. Yep, and they can test it out, beta test it in the jails, and then propagate it out into the society. And guess what? Everyone just lines up and sucks it up and loves it. But, uh, and you know, like Lynn is doing the same damn thing with this kind of shit. Exalt in the comment says, I exist. White people do exist. So he takes umbrage with your claim that white people do not exist. Uh, okay. So what, like, what makes you white? Just like, uh, uh, yeah, please. I think he, he must have, he must have, I think he saw it on 4chan or something. No, I mean, it, it's a valid point to raise here. <laughs> and it's true, though. A, a lot of the racialized politics is actually government-engineered, and it's getting people into boxes for the purposes of manipulating them. It's the prison mindset. It really is. Like you brought up with prison. It's, yeah, that's exactly it's what a, it is. It's a template. They encourage it. They encourage it. They the, the cops, like the cops that are in there, you know, watching everybody, uh, Department of whatever, corrections, they like it. They want that, and then they'll pick the biggest fat dude of each race to be in charge of each little sectionalized uh, race and, and control them. You know, it takes uh, less job, like less work for them to do. Like, I'm just going to have my little bitch do it who's a racist, hateful, whatever that person is, and uh, they don't have to do too much. But uh, as far as, like, uh, I do think, like I said, the crisis actors are being brought in for the simulated civil war that they might try to do. But again, let's be like clear on what this is. Like they're, they're just going to march. If this starts to happen, which I'm kind of predicting they do. It's just like what I'm reading right now in this book I have, uh, from contraband to Freedman. It's like all the armies do is like march into a town and then they just kind of like, they're just there. And then like, nobody tries to fight them. It's not like a war. It's just that this, these people appear all of a sudden and nothing really happens like things change yeah, well, yeah you can't look, enforce the current laws perhaps let's bring this up really quick though because what you're saying makes a lot of sense and it needs to be brought up because i'm not saying that reality's fake i'm saying that they can fake a lot of stuff and we have to think big in terms of what's fakeable can they fake a war well we know for a fact that they used inflatable tanks and decoys in world war ii they, they in every conflict they use inflatable rocket launchers cardboard tanks they can fake mass conflict just as they can fake school shootings and if you underestimate the scale at which fake fakeability is possible then you're going to default to oh we're really under attack people are really dying and i'm letting that go like i'm with john lebon yeah the war hoax thing at this point because i know the fakeability scale is there and i don't think it's a safe assumption that they're not lying just because there's a body count that's why i coined the term death clingers because death clingers are holding on to establishment-approved counter-narratives. And I want to see if we can cut that and figure out where the truth lies. And I think the truth is that they lie first. It's fake until proven real. Yeah, and so, like, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, they would just march them into town. And, you know, there's people that have pointed out that, like, there's similarities there with, like, the, the Civil War times. 
which again I say is a secessionist war. That's a auto hoax in itself right there. But uh, that's what they say with the history books is like a lot of migrant, you know, like the Irish and the Germans and various just like broke ass people from other countries came and then they just used them. And who even knows, you know, I'm not saying that that's totally true either, but um, that that would match what they can be doing again. But the whole point of it is to make the simulation work and make people believe something. And then uh, 20, 30, 50 years from then, they can say, hey, here's the proof that this happened. Here's the proof of the simulation. So there's that. Um, Where else to go? There's so much that she was saying that was like just triggering the shit out of me, which I guess that's kind of good radio. It's good to get triggered and and go back because the fact of it is the people that disagree with me force me to fine-tune my arguments because you can't just repeat the same arguments if they don't work and if you're wrong you're wrong and if yeah so I'm, I'm i'm looking and the like for example I, uh the chemtrail thing the only sure. reason i went deep into yeah. it is so many people argue with me on it and i'm happy to take any criticisms on that so i can better my argumentation right right well, and this is the thing, too, is that there is always, like, a, a viable way to exist despite all this stuff, you know? Like like you were saying, like, they can do all this red flag stuff, blah, blah, blah. But if you know how to stay private, you're not going to be bothered by this stuff. Like, you can have your guns and do your thing. Like, I can do a lot of things that people think that they're not allowed to do. But if you just do it the right way, this way still exists of doing things privately. Uh, and it's, you know, it's just... Nobody wants to go there. They just want to, like, bitch and get mad and blame this and that and this and that about it. And it's just not a viable way of going about things. No, it must be stressful following the rules all the time and obeying everything all the time because you have such faith in your leadership that they're not deliberately messing with you. I mean, people walked around with a dunce cap on their face. That's what that was. It was a dunce cap. And what can you do? Right, and that's, like, what you were saying, like, with, like, do you want to be like worried all the time about like what they're doing, like their simulations? Like I saw a lot of people applauding in the chat. Like she's like, this is like really happening. Like Lahaina doesn't affect me. I'm sorry. That sounds mean, but it didn't affect me. It's fucking irrelevant. Like, uh, it, it can deserve some attention for auto hosting purposes, but ultimately I, I don't, fucking care like they should take care of themselves like why did you let this shit come into your community if that's, well, what was it if that's anyway? how it is why because did you... the standard argument from the mainstream yeah. is that climate change caused it I even heard left wing podcasters right. apologizing to Lahaina because they didn't recycle like they basically took the blame for it but then the right says no it's not climate change because that blames them so they say it was Chinese space lasers so both sides are arguing about this horrible thing but nobody has a firm grasp on what actually happened and was it 1500 kids incinerated or not and when you subtract that where's the victims are there victims are we advocating and getting angry on behalf of victims or was it all a psyop just because you have seasonal fires doesn't mean this was any realer because you would coordinate a psyop with fires along with seasonal fires i think that would be absolutely yep yep i'm a full-blown skeptic unapologetically so and this year i'm you know i'm already six feet away from the screen socially distanced from the monolith but in 2024 i'm getting even further away from it i'm gonna have like a 10-foot pole to interact with the the media yeah and like the same argument is applied to almost anything because again, and this is sort of like uh, Lincoln. <laughs> I'm going to bring everything back to Lincoln these days. 
because like, it seems like he's the fucking face of the centralization, at least in recent times. And that's like with the news, like this is centralized news. Like uh, I just, I don't care about what's happening somewhere else. I, and like, that's the same thing with gun uh, shootings and all this kind of shit. Like if there's a shooting in uh, North Carolina, I don't fucking care. I'm sorry. It sounds bad, but I don't care. And again, they're going to be like, Oh, well, they're going to try to take your guns. And again, now you're going to be like, Oh, second amendment. And it's just like your entire premise is just wiped away because the, the U.S. was dead, as far as I'm concerned, when the, civil, the so-called civil simulated war happened. That was it. That shit's dead. And now you're just playing in a, in a fake little uh, world of laws and court. There is no more laws. They pick and choose what to enforce. And if they allow, like you were saying with Second Amendment, it's just like immigration. They won't let it die. They'll keep it going. Because it keeps the political football going back and forth, back oh, and yes. forth. Immigration, Do you know how the much gun money, thing, everything. It is the, the money that goes into, yep. uh, well, for example, pro-life. Is pro-life really about saving lives, or is it about the quarter of a billion dollars a year they rake in? Or it's probably much more than that. It's a big business. That's all it is. Yeah. And they'll never, never, ever stop because it creates this, this uh, dichotomy that just perpetuates the uh, left right it give, Republican yeah, it, it Democrat gives feminism thing. a reason to exist because they conflate the idea of uh, access to abortion with bodily autonomy and all of their civil rights so now you have the one jet one sex against the other sex just on this one issue and they've totally made that into a and culture then, war. And, and they can branch off from that and then give you uh, Fox News versus NBC News and all that does is, again, perpetuate the federal system, keeps you looking at national this, national elections, national blah, blah, blah. Like, you don't care about anything else but that. And it's funny that, like, NBC and all these, all these other ones just happen to be, like, they're red-colored and then the blue color. Don't get me started on that with the two pillars and the blue and the red, but there's more going on with all this kind of shit. Yeah, but uh, that's, that's all it ever does. Yes, exactly, exactly. It's, it's, I'm looking at this thing specifically and exclusively within the framework of it being a psychological war. It's all mind war, and there's a war going on in, in the head of every person who imbibes the blue and the red pill. But the red pill is a little more agitated, right. the blue pill is apathetic. And where... Right, and lastly... Yeah, yeah go, go ahead, go ahead. No, that, that's, what I'm, that's basically what I'm saying. Oh, you know, the, the, oh well, just like that, you know, then like Lane is letting it get to her to a point where she wants like heads to roll and all this kind of shit. Lots of people. So lots of like, people want that. They want to see resolution to a lifetime of manipulation and lies. But the, where I'm, and that this is where I'm at. Like, do we want to execute people for psyops if there's no real victims? Like, for yeah, example, exactly. So and, that's, and, that's a question. Right, right. Go ask. ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean it's a serious question. Yeah. No, because because that's that's what I was going to say too. It's like if you understand that the Constitution, the U.S. is dead and gone and bullshit anyway, then it's like, what are you, what do you, yeah, it's a PSYOP. What do you want to, uh, to, to penalize them for? Due process is fake. It's all fake. It's all, there's, there's none of it. None of it's real anymore. You don't have courts. Like, that thing with the migration and the plane thing. I, I used to think that, too, when I was somewhat angry about that kind of stuff. Like, uh, uh, access to courts. Well, we have illegals going into courts, blah, blah, blah. And then there's so many of them that I can't have access to courts myself. 
but it's the same thing. It's like, well, guess what? The courts are bullshit. They're, they're garbage. Like, you're not going to get any fucking justice. You're living in a world, like, you think you have three branches of government, but you have nothing. But maybe, you're just, like, maybe, lucky to exist, Lynn, and they don't come after you. Maybe Lynn's onto something. Let's say that we get enough of a public support for executing all the bad guys, and we start lining them up. That's the point where they break their NDAs, and they say, sorry, it's all fake. We didn't really do it. You can't charge us with this because nobody died, nobody cried. It was all a psyop. Like, I think we might be able to force them to confess if we can get them to the gallows. So I think we might be able to work together and possibly force... But do you think... Well, then, do they deserve the death penalty for faking stuff also, though, I guess, would be the next question, because it's almost just as bad. I think at that point, we get them their own guild, like the Screen Actors Guild. We get them actual guild protections and give them awards. Uh, Wayne Sexton deserves a yeah. golden hockey. So many crisis actors deserve recognition for their role in this big show. And then, like, we should just, like, I guess, like, put all the award winners onto just, like, a giant ship and just, like send them out to the ocean or something. I think it should be the new but, Hollywood. Uh, I, think they should, I think they could be celebrated as the new Hollywood. Just total <laughs> celebrity status. Send them to Tupac Island, yeah. Hollywood, a.k.a. Tupac Island, and they're only allowed to send us their videos and movies from Tupac Island, and that's it. But, I mean, now we're getting too far from it, like, uh, because there'd be so many... Like, was, guess who would take over the whole process of destroying these people or convicting them and all that? Like, guess who's going to take control? The same motherfuckers as usual. So yeah. you're you're just always it's like always asking for centralization. Anytime you ask for centralization, you're gonna have disasters. So just like learn to master your own domain and shit. You know how to stay private and uh, live your life because that's all that matters. So. But before we kill people and execute them, we need to find out what really happened. And this is why I'm hated by the Hitler fan club because they're like, "Aren't you mad at Israel because Jews did 9/11?" And I'm like, nobody died on 9-11. What are you so mad about? Because yeah. if nobody died, yeah. who do you go after? Who's the bad guy at that point? It's like the script writer for poor writing. Is there even something to be mad about? And what do you do with that rage that they triggered in that loosh? It's insane what they've done. They've and like how much and how right, and how much energy do like the lens the loosh, how much loose do the lens and other people put into it themselves to uh to make this happen that's why i was saying like the whole time you want to like you want to kill a bunch of people and all this shit like it's the same as like the depopulation argument like uh okay if you want to depopulate go jump off a cliff if you want to start fucking hanging people and all this kind of crap hang yourself because you're the one that's putting all this energy into all this in the first place and uh giving ratings and money's being made off your your loosh that is uh calling for this kind of crap well, just me- like concern yourself with yourself Let me run this by you then, because I wrote this earlier today, but I think you might... I said that today, that auto-hoaxing is the only legitimate anti-Psywar activity. That there is no anti... Like, there's no... Like, the anti-war movement is obviously controlled and assumes the war is a physical war. But there's no anti-Psywar movement, which makes it so that the anti-war movement actually gets grafted onto the world stage and perpetuates the Psywar. So there has not been... Right, absolutely. Cons- there hasn't been an anti war movement. That would be us. Right, because as soon as you talk about it, it's ruined. I think that's actually like the first uh, sentence in the Tao Te Ching, Taoism and all that kind of thing. It's like the name that can be named is not the Tao. 
So as soon as you talk about it, you lost it. There's also like um, some of my hippie friends back in the day, they'd call it the game where as soon as you think about the game, you lost the game. It's kind of like that. Like as soon as you start talking about the shit and getting onto the public stage, then you've already lost it. Like it's gone. Like as soon as something becomes a movement, it's dead. Yes. So it's dead on arrival. Hey, I got another call coming so, in. Happy New Year. Dude, I was like, all right. Happy, yeah, happy New Year. Later. Thanks again. He's right about that, though. Strange game. The only winning move is not to play. And that's from uh, War Games. Uh, Infinite Plane Radio. We have a few more minutes. Hey, I'm going to squeeze in some more up? callers. Hey, what's up? There? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're here. Loud and clear. Hello? Yes, yes. Yeah, man. Hey, I was part of a... Uh, uh, milit- well, I was in the military at the time. And, uh, yeah, we, we did a big old bombing at the airport. Everyone was there. So, yeah, I've, I, I have been a part of a, uh, a fake stream. Okay, okay. That's what, what I really want to call. Okay, interesting. Well, hey, um, Happy New Year, by the way. Um, has it been New Year's yet, where you are? Has it passed midnight? Um, no, we got like 45, 15 minutes. Oh, okay, okay. I've got an hour and 15. I'm here mountain time. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I appreciate your um, comment on this. Uh, the point I want to raise is really we have to f- figure out what is the scale of fakeability? Like how big of an event can be faked? And it's a fascinating question because... Every time I look, it just seems like it gets bigger and bigger. Dude, it is so easy. It's so easy. They they brought, like, I don't even know if they brought other Marines to uh, do other stuff. I don't know. But, you know, they're like, hey, we're going up here to Oxnard. And... No, bring nice clothes. And, uh, just wait. And then we fucking slept in a fucking gymnasium on the floor. And then the next day, Uh we're victims. We were victims. Of a uh, explosion in the airport, the the all of all their all their nine one one stuff was concentrated on our situation, and so sometimes I wonder, was it just like a uh, planned attempt? You know, now that I look back at it later, you know, that this was like 25 years ago. But we were expected to do these things. They gave us cards. And, uh, you know, you had to have certain disabilities from the explosion. I was not a very good Marine. 
And so right away, I said, oh, fuck that shit. I'm not playing this shit. And then I watched okay, other okay. Marines. And then I watched other Marines say, hey, no, 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 no. You are not cutting my clothes off. These are my dress clothes. These are my good clothes. You're not cutting this off of me. And so now, now I'm watching Marines telling these EMTs, no. I'll just take them off. I'll just take them off. And they were told, no. You must let destroy your property. So you're saying they wanted to rip up your clothes for the purposes of... Uh, a no, no, no. Like, they, they were cutting them off with the scissors, you know? Oh, okay, okay. Cutting them off, like, just like you were in a emergency room. Right, I understand. So I understand. that these... I understand how you cut open the clothes. Could, okay. And we were like, like, most of us Marines were like, ah, fuck you, fuck you. You know, I, I had a bad fucking situation. I had, like, I for, well, I have the card. They gave us cards. So whenever the, uh, yeah, you know, the regular people would see our cards, they would treat us appropriately according to that. Oh, a triage card. So you got a card that says, I got a broken leg. Yeah, so, yeah okay, a triage card. A triage card. Exactly. I know where you're going with this. Okay, interesting. Yes, I've participated in similar drills. In fact, I, I was doing... I was helping orchestrate drills because I was NBC for depleted uranium. And all we did was drills, mass casualty simulation practice. It just seems like it's all drills. Until they say it's real. But, um, hey, appreciate the call very much. Have well, a happy new year and feel free to... How call. do I know that it wasn't... How do I know that they weren't telling everybody it was real? Exactly, you don't. It's compartmentalized. So you may have inadvertently participated as a crisis actor, for all intents and purposes, for a propaganda. I, 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 was, I, I was exactly. Yeah, yes. For shit that never fucking happened. We had all the fucking L.A. fucking helicopters... Like all the news helicopters flying over the top of us, and then I'm I'm hanging out with these FBI officers, and they're like, "Hey, you see that helicopter right there? Watch, watch this." And then they would show me what the helicopters were fucking videotaping. Interesting, interesting. Okay. Well, this is 1999, so it, it, it wasn't videotape. It was probably digital, they, even then. But at the time, you know, it was just like, these guys... Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think you, hey, you nailed you know something. What? Look, I, you nailed something. I got a cheeseburger. I got a... Hey, have a great... I got a cheeseburger at the end. Hey, enjoy it. Enjoy your meal. And listen... 
uh, call back during 2024, anytime. I have another caller coming in. Have a great night. All right, we have another caller coming in. We have about eight minutes left here, so let's get some callers in. Infinite Plane Radio. Hey, what's good, Tim? It's Mr. Tommy. Hey, what's up? What's up? Any oh, that last caller is caller of the year. <laughs> hey, um, uh, what, yeah. Hey, what? shout out to him, bro. Shout out to him. And I want to say, uh, shout out to Lynn. I was friends with her on Facebook before I moonwalked out that bitch. Um, awesome. She's a wild one. I see. I see where she's coming from, but she also has to understand we're not all seventy-two, so we don't want to see it all come down to that shit. And I see both of your points. I think both of you are absolutist to a degree, but I can see both of your points. Both of you are very, very, very valid. And Lickety Split was fire, so salute to him. And what's up to G33 in the uh, comments, it's all respect. Awesome. Shout out to the Penguins, man. Y'all got me over 100 subscribers, so that's much love. I hope all of you have a beautiful motherfucking New Year. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad that you shared that, and I hope more people catch on. And I'm going to actually be subscribing with my own channels. And what we're doing here is we're building a network, and it's just going to grow through 2024. And it's in the chat, it's in the calls, it's in people subscribing to each other and knowing each other from Facebook. Lynn and I have been back and forth on topics like this for a long time, and it always leads somewhere. It really <laughs> yeah, does. I know. I mean, yeah, I, that's how I became friends with her from hearing her on here uh, a few years back and shit. But uh. No, man, I, I think you guys have great points, but I'm kind of I'm kind of interested, and I won't take up too much of your time, but I notice you guys keep saying simulated, right? And even Lynn touched on that as far as certain degrees of a simulation. And I'm just curious if you guys look at that as only a metascript perspective or as also a metaphysical truth. Right, I... I, I look at it, I specifically look at it as only a metaphor for a series or a system of lies, a worldview. So I don't look at it okay, as so general. I just want to know where you guys are coming from. Yeah, I just, I just want to know where you're coming from when you guys say it, because you guys say simulated so much. And I, so, you, so you guys are usually referring to the drills. Yeah, usually we are referring to basically the internal concept of the mind that's or the world in the mind that is largely created with drills and simulated events. So they use fake events to insert these fake constructs into your mind, and then your internal worldview becomes fake augmented, a simulation of the real thing. Right, I get that, no doubt. And it's already that, a simulation, no if you I think just, about you know, it. Like your minds, your, yeah, your, for sure. it already is, but they just exactly, contaminate exactly. it. That's where I was going to take it. Exactly, that's where I was going to take it, because I come from a mystic point of view, and I just think that's reality in general. Now, there is this so-called simulation theory that people are being like, we are living in a simulation, but that would, that would imply that there's another base reality, right? And exactly. so I feel like through, I, I feel like through fraction, just, just the fraction um, nature of the universe, how it breaks down to fractals, you know what I'm saying? that even if we go down to a new reality, it would still be governed by spirit. You know what I mean? Like this reality is governed by the unconscious, which is not seen, right? We are having this human experience as you, as you and I have spoke of. So it breaks down to a simulation. The Hindus used to call it the Maya. It's the dream of God, bro. It's like we're in the mind of God or whatever this is, but I don't believe that there is any other uh, reality outside 
of this so-called simulation because I believe that they are just using the word simulation to try to uh, quantify mysticism. And mysticism will tell you that, yo, we are in the dream of the oh, very yes. thought that said, I want to create some shit. Yeah, I so can I see was that. Just trying to, they uh, definitely have uh, taken uh, the language. Yeah, they, they, like, they reboot mystic concepts, authentic spiritual concepts. And dress up like sci-fi. And then like, they put it outside of you in some scientific fact. Exactly. Like me. we could take your soul and put it in a microchip. I'm like, or put your, upload your consciousness, no, you not, not your soul, but your consciousness <laughs> through all of your, like your internet postings. Right. And like, that's not even close. Yeah, right. That's not even close. And because but, uh, the microchip itself is consciousness. Do you see where I'm coming from? So when they're talking about ruling our consciousness, our very biology breaks down to consciousness right like it breaks down to the observer effect to like you know they used to always say if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around would you hear it and i'd like to change that to if a tree falls in the woods and if no one's around are there any fucking woods because there's no observer there that's how mystical this place really breaks down to right like we really are in the simulation bro that's this place is malleable. You see what I'm saying? I'm proving that in my own life when I know I'm not just one in whatever billion people that they lie about who is having this experience. So when I talk about simulation, I'm saying that's why we should tap in and know thyself and understand your power because then you can code the simulation with your intentions and belief. Yeah, this is, this is a fascinating area favorite. because when you get into like this idea that Okay, you have the real world you live in, your body, your terrestrial survival. Then you have your mental concept of it. But then, if we are spiritual beings, then it's another level of uh, attenuation from your true being. So you got your, your soul into your body, then your body's put through yes, this, this TV screen. So there's layers that were in no. this thing. And I happen to think that at some point, when you get into the, the philosophical breakdown of how you understand your worldview and you break away from the deception of the media... I think you get closer to reality, which I think is sort of analogous to how um, seeing things from a spiritual point of view would take you even right. further from the illusion that you are just this um, physical being incarnated in this time-space. Right. You want to call See, you're, you're, you're always spot on. You're always spot on with that type of stuff, bro. But then it kind of confuses me because I'll hear you clown on the Mandela effect, right? And then, you, and then in that, in that notion, you kind of sound like a materialist. So it kind of like throws me off. And that's no slight to you, bro. No, I understand. I, I, I understand. And look, the Mandela topic. effect. It's just kind of confusing, but I understand that, right? Yeah, I, I make a point this, that I'm not denying the spiritual or even like anything that we might consider transcendent. However, I don't think the Mandela effect is valid evidence. I think it's in fact a uh, distraction because it relies on bypassing our critical thinking. It's actually a mind F. But I don't think that it I don't think that I'm negating spirituality in itself because a lot of the times and this is the weird, the strange part to me is I find synchronicities and patterns in my real life and these right. somehow also kind of mirror the way we see these contrived synchronicities in the news. And so like I think it's sort of on a continuum. Like I don't think there's a separation between body and soul but rather it's a continuum that in our physical body or from our when we're alive in this in these flesh suits or whatever i don't think it's separate i think it's a continuum and that we have higher awareness that we're just cut off of because of our 
limitations, right. distractions. So then, so, so you're you're probably in the same school of thought to where death doesn't really scare you anymore because no, you understand like this is all this is all consciousness. This is all just like what's the next level type shit, right? I've auto hoaxed death, and until I experience it myself as the end, I'm not going to believe this. <laughs> and I have, I even think that I have. I fuck with it. I like it. All. Yeah, I, I like I've, it. I've I've gone that far because. Um, I, I've just with in my own experiences with people dying, um, I've had too many instances that have suggested to me that physical death is not the they were end. Still around. Exactly, exactly. Okay, I see, okay, I see what you mean. Okay, yeah, bro. See, you know what? What's beautiful is that we will all in this individuation, and I don't know if you subscribe to that, bro, but I just feel you are very much a mystic, but you're just, I don't know, bro, you got. You're a closeted comic and a wordsmith because some of the shit you come up with, like Q-Laid and shit, like, I don't know, bro, I, I, just, I just salute it and I try to break it down because I'm like, I know at times I become an absolutist, right? Like, I don't, I don't want to uh, negate the fact that I'll come off as paradoxical at times because I'll be like, oh, we don't want to be absolutists, but then I'll turn around and be like, you're God, homie, and that's an absolute truth. So I understand we're all going to be victims of that circumstance, right? But I just, I just find it fascinating, bro, to hear you break it down to your terminology and auto hoax death and shit like that. Like, that's fire, bro, because to me, it's, you're speaking the same language just in your own variation of it. Well, thank you. I appreciate your feedback and, and your call. And uh, please, um, someone asked if you could post your channel link again, get some more subscribers there. Hey, and, and yeah, every like, single time I try to post it, it never links. Like, I'm an old head, bro, so I just go and I try to, like, copy a, a video and I try to post it in there, but it never has, like, the blue hyperlink or whatever, so I apologize for that. But I'll post it, and it's always just Mr. Tamiyaj in the comments, and I appreciate all you penguins and shit and people checking out my content and showing love to a player like me because it does mean a lot. Okay, you know what? I have to give you a mod status. I'll make that happen tonight, Mr. Uh Again, he said Tommy. Tommy Yard. Yard. Tommy Yard. Tommy Yard. In the chat. So Tommy Yard. There. there you go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Can you can you please explain it to a dinosaur like myself, my brother? What the fuck that even is? A mod? Oh yeah. And what okay. the wrench even means? Yeah. When we first started on YouTube with these types of chats, we would be flooded by haters and trolls who right. would just rip on us. So what I would do is I would make everybody a moderator, which gives them a little blue <coughs> wrench, and that means that. They can okay. ban trolls and they can post links. And then I realized uh, every person okay. that makes a quality comment gets a wrench. We build up a big chat room okay. of mods and we, we excluded trolls and we created a safe space for the think tank. So the blue wrench is one of our channel uh, symbols. Okay, so then shout out to uh, G33 because uh, that was the one who recommended that I get one of those. So I appreciate it because... I, I put my heart and soul into my music and in my 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 message, and it's not about me. Look, bro, I'm just a simple fucking man, and I had such a beautiful experience from tapping into these powers of ours, and I know for a fact that I'm not special. And so the fact that I was able to carve out this reality of mine and this experience of mine amongst all this fuck shit, and the mental fortitude, I just want to share that with people. I feel like it's my responsibility. So I really appreciate anybody who does check check out my shit and the fact that I can post a link now and to everybody just showing love in the comments and shit. 
Awesome. Appreciate it. And we do make a point and we have always made a point to emphasize creativity. We realize that the people who post memes, the people who create have a, a different mindset than the ones who are just there to detract or who aren't really about the ideas and sharing ideas, real philosophy, love of knowledge. And so like, that's kind of the culture we've built here. And so I'm glad you're here, and I, I found a link to your channel, so we're posting it. So thanks again. That's what's up. That's what's up. Tim, I hope you have the, the, the best that you can have next year, and the same to everybody hearing my voice right now. Wonderful. All right. Well, you have a great evening. Thanks for the call, and have a happy new year. All right, man. I'll talk to you later, player. Later. Awesome. Great callers, as always, and great to have creative minds around, because what we're doing here is a lot of creative work. And he... he and I thank you, uh, thank you for saying this uh, about the wordsmithing. And it is true. We realized early on that they do not give you the words that you would need to see your way out of their labyrinth, to think your way out of it. We've had to come up with phrases. We've had to use new words to describe new concepts or band concepts. And it's a very powerful thing. Words are just, words are powerful. Knowledge is power. The knowledge of for example, simulated news events passed off as real crisis actors. Just the, the words crisis actor. Very triggering. Why? Because if you look into that, it, it's like dominoes. You realize, wait, it's fakeable? Wait, they're all liars on all sides and nobody calls out the lies? And if you call out the lies, they call you a, a hoaxer, a hater, a conspiracy theorist? You know, th this is all, you know, it's powerful stuff. And we've developed a lexicon and we have fine-tuned it in order to understand our world. In fact, I posted a blog, and if you go through your your newsletters, you'll see this, where I talked about the simulation being the lie augmented reality. And so let's break down quick here the screened reality. On the screen, if you're looking, you have a bunch of people with TV heads. The mainstream mediated reality is the one you live in when the screen establishes your frame of reference and the context of your life. That's Normieville. That's MSM is what I call it. Mainstream mediated. MSM plus. Suspicious minds, rightly so, seek additional information to complete the incomplete picture. What they don't know is that the puzzle pieces they find are planted there to keep them within the screen's frame of reference. They go deeper into the alternate reality game. This would be Q. You're like, oh, the news is lying, everybody, but let's follow Q. Well, where did that lead them? Deeper into the matrix, not into objective reality. So instead of just merely having their faces pressed up against the screen, they go into the screen. They go into the movie. They become part of it. That's why they retweet stuff and they call themselves digital soldiers because they're fighting a war. And they are. It's all mind war. But then you have us, MSM minus, the auto hoaxers. They subtract unverifiable information and assumptions before forming opinions or judging something as real or fake. Skeptical minds recognize the role frame of reference plays in worldview formation. Adopt a non-belief posture and suspend judgment on accepting a premise of truth on any media event. The skeptical view of CSA media presentations is that it can all be considered fake until proven real just given the nature of media, the intrinsic fakeability of news events, not to mention the political and monetary incentives to do so. So what we're looking at here, what we're positing here with this level of skepticism where we're even 
were challenging contemporary myths. Like at one point, it would have been controversial to say, I don't believe in the crucifixion. I just don't believe it, or I don't believe in God. That was controversial. In some places, it might get you beat up or killed. But what if you say, I don't believe in 9-11? I think it's a contemporary myth. I think it's a big lie. That's a difficult one for people to swallow, but what I'm saying is it's literally a contemporary myth, in my view. And what we're bringing forth here is a paradigm shock for many. But it is, it's something of an awakening. It's a, it's a philosophical um, upgrade to remove the argument from authority from your face, to pull away from the screen. And I'm someone who was fooled. I was thinking about this today, how in, and I can remember specifically in 2014, I was fooled by ISS live streams. I had roommates that had this big screen and they'd be watching it all the time. And at that time, I was, I was in computer animation, about 10 years of experience. I should have been able to have distinguished that as a computer simulation versus the real thing, but why didn't I? And that's the power of the screen as a reality processor, where people selectively shut off their reality processing and outsource it to the screen, the authority figure on the wall or in their hand. So for 2024, unscreened minds. What comes next? We foment a culture of disbelief. We stop pandering to death clingers, corpse clutchers, nasatologists, or trufarism orthodoxies. It's time to ditch the MSM+, plus, just like we did the MSM. Truthers today have been reduced to alt-media counter-narrative mules, carrying the burden for controlled opposition. The task of the auto-hoaxer is to separate from the mind junk, the mental malware to take the insights that we have and set the world stage on fire figuratively speaking and then out of the ashes parallel media emerges as a self-aware demographic of siwar savvy mass media skeptics and i think we can get the numbers up 150,000 i think the numbers of i think it's a sleeping giant it's a kraken and again what we're bringing forth here is really just a reintroduction of skepticism in the original sense, the original skeptics, Piro. We're Piro maniacs on the world stage. Let me go through some final questions before we go. Girl says, can we just go around really smashing screens like in that old Apple commercial? Joined by X322X, thank you for joining. Now here's the thing about the screen. It's clear, it's invisible. Uh, the screened reality. It's a filter, but you see through it, and then it augments. So it's not like the old hoodwinks made out of wool. No, this one's transparent, which makes it more difficult to see through. Psygirl says, how to grow auto-hoaxing from mere negation of existing media into a positive force? Yeah, here's the positive force. When people unplug, because I did it, you find that there's a there's a a surplus now because you had pre it's almost like bandwidth has been taken up by I gotta keep a little bit of my focus here because they might take my guns gotta keep some focus here because aliens or the space rocks or the global warming or the agenda here agenda there and before you know it it's like okay their attention is very divided and then they follow the spotlight whatever the world stage is focusing on at the moment, but they got rid of the spotlight and they replace it with a laser pen. So now instead of 
an issue a day. It's like every second you look, it's a different issue they're pointing at, and the public's attention span has been reduced. So now it's like a cat chasing a laser pointer. The focus is always changing. Only for those who are plugged in. You pull the screen off your head, you, you no longer accept their priorities as your priorities. You're not cajoled into reacting and believing everything on the screen within the 24-hour period. You suspend judgment. You become somewhat, I would say, uh, freed from the mind war. And again, it's all mind war. And so if you're free from that, what does it mean? Inner peace. I'm literally saying that this leads to inner peace. I don't think religion does. Government doesn't. Um, ideology doesn't. But this actually does. All right, let's see here. Going through your comments, it looks like everything is going good here. It's going to be New Year's here in about 48 minutes, so I'm going to go out and check out some fireworks, probably illegal fireworks. Again, if your friends leave the world behind for the next PSYOP in 2024, you can make new ones live, 9 p.m. Mountain Time at ips.monster. Don't forget to subscribe to the newsletter so you can remain apprised of, of any developments. I'm going to also make a lot of effort to get more guests, more callers, and I'll be a little more proactive. I'd like to um, reach out to Dr. Shiva and others. And here's this quote from Arthur uh, Schopenhauer who said, the majority of men are not capable of thinking, but only of believing, and are not accessible to reason, but only authority. And I agree with this for the most part. I don't think that they're not capable I don't believe that they're NPCs. I believe it's a matter of habit and conditioning and the fact that we're in a state of philosophical crisis. I don't think it's a situation where there's only a few percentage of the population that can. All right, thank you for joining. We'll be back likely tomorrow morning, certainly tomorrow evening. Go to ips.monster to uh, subscribe to the newsletter. We'll say thanks, chat, as always. Thanks, comments, uh, commenters for all the intel, and also thanks to the callers. All right, this is Chief Crow, auto hoax. It's going back to the 24-7.